Supporting the emotional wellness of our kids can feel overwhelming. It can be hard to know where to start. Slumberkins provides simple solutions to proactively teach kids about big feelings. Their books illuminate the lessons, and their plush creatures bring the concepts to life. Good Housekeeping said, think of it as social and emotional learning that kids can snuggle. Slumberkins solutions are fun and easy to plug into everyday parenting routines. Go to slumberkins.com and use code BIGFEELINGS for 15% off your first order. That's slumberkins.com, code BIGFEELINGS. The school year can bring unexpected challenges for families and their teenagers. If you're looking for support, Maridel Achievement Center can help. They empower your teen with the tools to manage depression, anxiety, anger, trouble at home or school, or with signs of autism. Maridel Achievement Center helps the whole family see and feel lasting results. You know your teen is capable of great things. Help them today. Most insurances and TRICARE accepted. Learn more at Meridel.com. That's M-E-R-I-D-E-L-L.com. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Be respectful uh, of me. You can act like a man. He's colossal. Stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you as a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. The Single Storm Podcast. Uniparty amnesty deal, as I've been calling it, was revealed last week, and a lot of a lot of folks panned it, and rightly so. Some leftists on the Republican side and the Democrat side tried to defend it by saying some pretty outlandish things, like, for example, one of the provisions in this in this bill, in this amnesty bill, was the allowing of five thousand illegal aliens to break into the country every single day before government could step in to stop it. Now, the leftists say, well, they're not illegal aliens. They are encounters at the border. Just because you encounter them doesn't make them illegal aliens. Well, you and I both know under Beijing, Biden and his regime, under Barack Hussein Obama, those encounters became, hey, come on into the United States. Foreign nationals illegally showing up to the border and being let in. In fact, let me give you one of these postings on X on Twitter. This is uh, an individual who calls him or herself, we can't be sure, Michelle at Lone Star Left, likely one of these paid influencers on X. Here's what, quote, Michelle, end quote, says, another liar. The bill he pictured says encounters, not allowing illegal aliens in. Reading comprehension is hard. Now, let me let me read from the bill, which is allegedly an excerpt from this uniparty Senate bill. Uh, Subsection I. During a period of seven consecutive calendar days, there is an average of 5,000 or more aliens who are encountered each day. (laughs) So. This is the provision. This is the threshold that something gets triggered, right? 5,000 alien encounters, which Beijing Biden uses the encounters to let them in. So that's the threshold. 5,000. If it's more than 5,000, then then all of a sudden some provisions kick in. So let me read 
Let me read the Washington Examiner's evaluation of this deal. Uh, First section, Title 42-like authority. The centerpiece of the legislation is a new expulsion authority for the president that allows him to turn away immigrants under uh, when border crossings surge. The authority is granted at a weekly average of 4,000 encounters a day, but it becomes mandatory at a weekly threshold of 5,000. That's what I was just expressing to you a day. Or when crossings reach 8,500 in a single day. So your government doesn't act unless an average of a week, it's 5,000 or more per day or 8,500 in one day. Oh, then they can act. You know, after 8,501 goes through, oh, now we have to, now we have to stop it right here. For context, crossings regularly broke $10,000 a day in the record setting month of December. The idea of the authority is to shut down the border when authorities become overwhelmed. But conservatives have framed the provision as codifying thousands of illegal crossings a day, which by my read, that's exactly what it does. Uh, That's an aside from me. Uh, The article continues. House GOP leadership pointed to the threshold in declaring the legislation dead on arrival on Sunday night. Senate negotiators have dismissed the characterization as misinformation, describing the authority which expires after three years as critical to gaining operational control of the border. Yeah, the authority which would become available immediately after enactment is similar to the Title 42 powers used during the coronavirus pandemic to turn immigrants away, but would also bar repeat border crossers from entering the country uh, legally for a year as if. That would ever be enforced. See, all of this is predicated on having an, a regime in place that believes in enforcing the law, and the current one does not. There are exceptions to shut to the shutdown power. A minimum of 1,400 illegal aliens a day would be processed at legal ports of entry, and agents could not turn away unaccompanied children or those facing an imminent threat to their lives. Well, how are you supposed to determine that? Just what that they say, yeah, I'm facing an imminent threat to my life. Oh, you get to go on in. Folks, it's just stupidity. It's the same thing as the, the stupidity of the asylum laws. I want to claim asylum. Great. Come on in and wait seven or eight years until we get around to your court case. And then you don't show up. The 1,400 plus illegal aliens would be under government supervision and removed if they failed to prove, prove their claims for asylum. Yeah, government supervision. This government can't do the job it's required to do under the under the Constitution. This government can't keep track of its own numbers, much less illegal aliens coming in by the tens of thousands. Finally, crossings would have to drop below 75% of the trigger number for a week before the border could be reopened. Right. As if Joe Biden would ever trigger this. As if, as if he ever would do it. Asylum. The other major change touted by negotiators is the deal's asylum provisions. The legislation would create a stricter standard for initial asylum screenings, meaning more illegal aliens would be quickly deported. Those screenings would take place in detention and within 90 days. Right. We don't have enough personnel to do it now. And folks, I had to point out that an analysis done by the New York Post said that under the current asylum laws, 90% of the people who are allowed into this country don't qualify for asylum as it is. So making it these asylum laws tougher 
will make no difference if the law is not enforced. The article continues. For these reasons, negotiators hail the bill as an end to the catch and release. Additional resources would be allocated for detention beds, asylums, office. Yeah, resources. Additional resources, meaning you spend more money to be allocated for detention beds, asylum officers, border agents, and more. The capacity of 34,000 beds would be increased to 50,000, for example, while funding would be provided for up to 77 repatriation flights a day. Good grief. Those who cannot be detained, such as family units, would be released, but monitored. Sure they would be, either with a bracelet, a cell phone, or comparable technology. Sure they would. Illegal aliens who passed the initial screening would receive a work permit, and if their final screenings were to be successful, they would be eligible for a path to citizenship under the law. Because, of course, you know, showing up at the border is what the, the new standard Republicans and Democrats want to make for legal immigration into the United States and, of course, reward them with citizenship. Republicans are willing to lose elections for the next two, three, five decades so long as they get the, uh, the cheap labor that their woke companies demand. Back to the article. The entire process must be resolved within 180 days or six months, the time frame, which negotiators compare to the Decade-long backlog in the court system is meant to uh, allay concerns that illegal aliens will disappear into the interior of the country. The bar for asylum is not raised for the second and final screening, but three factors considered at the end of the process would instead be considered at the beginning. Does the immigrant have a criminal history? Was the immigrant living in a safe third country? Uh... And could that person have relocated safely within their own country? Again, the current asylum laws, the bulk, the over 90 percent of this batch of illegal aliens Beijing Biden has brought in do not qualify under the current laws. So strengthening the laws are not going to make any difference when you have a lawless individual like Joe Biden sitting in the in the Oval Office. Uh, this new law deals with parole, kind of rolls back a little bit of Beijing Biden's, the chief executive's ability to parole, which, by the way, nobody who has been sane and pro-American has used parole like this to the detriment of of our people the way Joe Biden has. By the way, this bill also provides funding for Ukraine and funding for Israel. The price tag, $20 billion. Dollars, And uh, I'm just flabbergasted that Republican, well, maybe I shouldn't be, because on this issue, Republicans and Democrats have been at odds with we the people for the better part of a half century. And the asylum laws that are already already on the books, the loopholes that are constructed into these laws by these lawmakers are designed to do one thing. This law is no different. That is designed to keep illegal immigration going into the United States, regardless of the objection of the people of the United States. There exists no majority in the United States that supports illegal immigration. There does exist a majority in the Congress that does support illegal immigration. More on this next on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Is Bidenomics really screwing up your world? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. 
American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero copays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If Obamacare has you paying out the nose, call American Medical Plans. Don't let these Marxists destroy one sixth of the U.S. economy and your access to health care without a fight. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. How can switching to Patriot Mobile help you? First, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're not going to be funding a left-wing company. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone company. They donate to the causes you and I support. How else can it help you? Well, it will keep voices like mine independent. You switch over to Patriot Mobile. They have industry-leading reliability because they're not just one network. They have all three major networks. And every single time you switch to Patriot Mobile, use Using my promo code STORM, you support me and you keep my voice independent. So just in case somebody in the woke crowd tries to come around and cancel me, they can't because you have the power. So go to PatriotMobile.com Storm, PatriotMobile.com Storm and switch today. Can also dial 972-PATRIOT. Check out all their discounts. Stop funding your political opposition. Help keep me independent. Spend your hard-earned money on folks who have your values, not the woke crowd. 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, PatriotMobile.com Storm. Do you ever wonder what it would be like to trust that where you get your news is accurate and pro-citizen? Well, Texas Scorecard has you covered. We give you real news for real Texans. Go to TexasScorecard.com today. Did you all hear that Ken Buck from Colorado is going to save Alejandro Mayorkas? You know, 9 million, 10 million illegal aliens, not enough for, uh, for Ken Buck. He doesn't believe that Mayorkas has done anything wrong that would warrant him being removed from his position as the worst DHS secretary in American history. The untold number of foreign military, untold number of terrorists, actually a recent memo that's been put out, uh, terrorists have been caught and then released into the United States, known terrorists. Now, that's not enough for a Republican to say, well, it doesn't, that doesn't mean that somebody's got to lose their government job like Alejandro Mayorkas. So some Republicans are saying, you all haven't been punished enough by Democrats. Ryan Walker is the executive vice president of Heritage Action. He has over a decade of experience advocating for conservative solutions to the most pressing policy issues we have in this country, uh, confronting the Congress and our state capitals in the United States. Mr. Walker, welcome. Thank you for having me on. So how bad is the illegal immigration crises and multiple crises all wrapped up into one, in my view. From Heritage's point of view, what do you think? Yeah, listen, I think you identified the right number. Ten million illegal immigrants have entered into the United States since President Biden came into power. You have cities like Denver, Colorado, who have received 40,000 illegal immigrants, and their budgets and their uh, social programs and their infrastructure in the city is breaking down. You have city council members in Chicago uh, identifying and pointing out that non-governmental organizations are giving these illegal immigrants checks for $6,000, free food, free housing vouchers, free child care. Uh, the community members of Chicago received those benefits. 
that city would be in a lot better place. And instead, all of their tax dollars are going to these illegal immigrants. So it is absolutely a crisis. You see, I, as an Amer- as a real American, I want to put our fellow citizens ahead of foreign nationals, and particularly foreign nationals who break into my country. The Democrat Party doesn't agree with me on that, but I'm sad to see that the Republicans are siding with Democrats over their own voters. How disappointing is it for you? Incredibly disappointing. There are a number of Senate Republicans who are negotiating, negotiating with the administration who created the crisis that we're in. Uh, It's like negotiating with the arsonist who burned down your house. Uh, It's not tenable. And so it's very frustrating to see that this deal would codify 5,000 illegal immigrants every day, which equates to 1.85 million individuals every year. Uh, This is absurd. And what we need to do is close the border. Well, it's Obamacare for the border. Uh, That's what Mitch McConnell and John Cornyn and these other pro-Democrat Republicans have constructed. It's a, it is so-called comprehensive. Folks, you hear the word comprehensive in any legislation, run for the hills, run like hell, because it means bad news for you and more power for government, and you get to, to surrender your rights. Folks, we're having a conversation with Ryan Walker. He's executive vice president of Heritage Action. And you're right. The Republicans' big idea is to combat the illegal immigration crises by declaring illegal immigration legal. It's tantamount to saying, hey, we're going to solve our our murder problem by by just saying it's legal now to kill people. That's that's the Republican, quote unquote, solution. Uh, It's really no solution at all, is it, Mr. Walker? No, it's not. And it gets worse there. It it immediately would give access uh, to to these individuals to get work permits. It would uh, allow them to enter in at ports of entry, uh, asylum seekers, parole seekers, you name it, they could go to a port of entry and get in. Uh, the deal is comprehensively bad, and to your point, it codifies the crisis that we're in. Well, yeah, about about those asylum seekers, let's, let's discuss, because there's video that's out today. We put it up on X, uh, the Chris Salcedo Show's presence on X, And it was Colin Rugg who initially put it out. This is video that comes out of New York. Of course, as you know, socialists run New York. So what do they care? And this is a Democrat dream. We see a bunch of illegal aliens who were, quote unquote, asylum seekers. And Mr. Walker, you and I both know that over 90 percent of those who are claiming asylum don't qualify for asylum. They're just using this as a mechanism. This the stupidity of our lawmakers or maybe they're smart as a fox. I don't know. Um to allow get them access to the country and then they get their hearing six seven years down the road and they never show up but anyway this this video shows a bunch of illegal aliens kicking the tar out of new york cops and and to to boot these illegal aliens were found to be here uh in the country seeking quote-unquote asylum they were released a couple of days later with no bail so it seems that new york city this is a democrat dream you can come to New York City as an illegal alien, you can beat up cops, and you've got Democrats smiling from ear to ear as they let these illegal aliens go. Oh, absolutely. These cities around the country, many of them are sanctuary cities led by Democrats who passed act proactively legislation to, to be able to do activities like this. Furthermore, in New York, you've seen schools get shut down to house illegal immigrants. Kids have had to go back on Zoom as if 
you know, we're in, uh, entering into uh, COVID lockdowns again. Uh, also, that, that New York City can house these illegal immigrants. Uh, it, it is an issue that not only affects Texas and Arizona and border states, but now it's, it's impacting everyone. It's in every city, state, town, and community in this nation. Right. And you know what? Your con- these folks' continued support in voting for Democrats. I mean, how many bricks have to fall on your head? I mean, wait a minute. My, little Johnny and little Susie don't get to go to school, so illegal aliens can take over our government-funded school, our taxpayer-funded school? you got to be out of your mind. Ryan Walker is our guest, Executive Vice President of Heritage Action. So I, I'm often told that I articulate the problems quite well. Uh, but solutions, I, I want to focus on the solutions. What, some would rationalize that President Trump utilizing his existing law and actually enforcing that law, that's a solution. But Joe Biden is out there, Mr. Walker, saying that he's done all he can do. With, with President Trump in recent memory for the American people, do you think that that, that throwaway line is actually resonating with Americans? Because clearly Joe Biden isn't doing everything he can do. No, absolutely. He's taken 94 executive actions since he came into power, all related to the southern border. He's done things like allow CBP officers at the border to adjudicate asylum claims as they're standing there with the illegal immigrant. Credible fear standards have been relaxed so that anyone coming into the country can use almost any excuse to claim asylum. Wow. And then finally, most and most egregiously, he's used the parole authority uh, to give uh, wide swaths of immigrants, uh, uh, legal authority to come into the United States, entire swaths of populations from Venezuela and from other countries around the globe that he just gives the entire population that's coming over a waiver, essentially, to get in. So it's all on him, and he could change this overnight. On this issue, I have said that both Republicans and Democrats, the Uniparty, have betrayed their voters on this issue because there is there is no majority in the United States, as far as the electorate is concerned, that supports illegal immigration. However, there is a majority in the U.S. Congress that does and in the federal government that does. What do we as a people do about a government that is legislating against our will? Yeah, I think that's a very good question and and something that, that we wrestle with all the time and why we as an organization exist. It's to get people educated on these issues, to understand and to connect uh, the the problem with whoever created it, understanding that connection, and then educating them on tools and tactics that they can use to get involved in the political process. And ultimately, this comes down to being involved in your local school boards all the way up to your federal elected representatives and using the ballot box uh, to vote uh, accordingly. And then while they are in office, uh, making sure that your voice is heard and organizing your community to make sure that your community collectively voices the concern with those members. I'm not being rhetorical when I tell my fellow Americans that because Congress is so lazy, because they don't believe in doing work for a living, our people are dying, our people are getting hurt, our, ec- our economic fortunes are being hurt across the board. Because we don't have a work ethic in the United States Congress. And where I'm going with this, Mr. Walker, is we have an illegal immigration problem and we have an immigration problem. Those are two very different problems with two very different solutions. And because the United States Congress refuses 
to update our legal immigration system to where we have our economic needs met, our security needs met, because these people are so lazy and frankly because of the Democrat Party is is rife, sadly, with a bunch of anti-Americans these days. We can't get that done. But I think it's, it's, it is fair to point out that we do have an immigration system that is old and antiquated and not, and not up to the task of making sure America's economic needs are met. Is that, is that how you see it? Yes, and, and I would say, too, that there are additional solutions at hand. The House of Representatives has passed H.R. 2, that would strengthen and codify uh, and put into statute stricter regulations around asylum and parole claims. It would institute remain in Mexico. It would do all of uh, require the administration to do everything that that we as the American people know would be effective in solving that border uh, crisis and 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 broadly the immigration problem. I agree with you that we don't put our own country's interests first as these legislators are are debating these topics. And and so it's necessary that they factor all of this in, both legal and illegal immigration. Yep. And sadly, the Republicans decided not to attach this bill to a must-pass bill, whether it was a spending bill or the debt ceiling. Uh, That would have made sure it got implemented. But to date, the Republican majority in the House has has chosen not to attach any of uh, their agenda to must-pass bills. Ryan Walker, Executive Vice President of Heritage Action. Sir, folks want to support you and your organization. Where can they go? Yeah, www.heritageaction.com, and we're on all the social medias, X, Truth, you name it, we're out there. Yeah, go to Heritage because you can't go to your member of Congress, that's for sure. Uh, Ryan Walker, thank you, man. Appreciate the visit. Thanks for having me. That's going to put a wrap on this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me and yourself a favor. Visit two websites, texasscorecard.com and chrissalcedo.com. That's how you keep track of what's happening in Texas and all over the country. Those two websites can really take care of you, folks. That's what we aim to do on the Salcedo Storm podcast. Until we visit again, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It's measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. We, the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's golo.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery and I saw the Golo commercial and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com. Come.